The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a psychologist, that's Steve, and a comedy writer, that's James, that's me, try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. Well, you know what? When I do it the same way every time, it just confuses you. I switched the order, and I thought maybe that would make you happy. James, you are our long-running relationship problem. I thought maybe if I confused you enough, you would accidentally do it right. But clearly, I was hoping for too much. That's nice. But nice. What, what's not hoping for too much is a great listener email, which we got today. And it even has a great opening. Hello, oh. gu- Guru James and Steve. Note how he didn't say Guru Steve, just Guru wow. James. Yeah. That hurts. That I have hurts. an issue with maintaining relationships that also affects my friendships. I tend to overgift around Christmas and birthdays, spending a lot more on people than they do on me. I also put myself out there a lot where past girlfriends have told me I'm too generous with offering help that it makes them uncomfortable. How do I learn to dial back, uh, dial this back without affecting my current friendships as I'm afraid it might like make me less well liked. Thanks. All right. <clears throat> Take it away, Steve. Well, this is another of those non question questions. Like the answer is in the question, <laughs> which is if you think you're doing something too much, stop doing it too much. This is not like an addiction where your brain is getting hijacked by your limbic system. Like this is, you spend $100, someone says that's too much, and you go, okay, next time I'll spend 80 and just see. And if that's still too much, I'll go to 60 And you kind of find the, I don't know, equalization point where the pressure inside and outside kind of balance out. My question is not how can you learn to dial it back. My question is why? Why do you keep doing it in the face of discriminant data? Like everyone's telling you to stop and you're like, okay, I don't know how to stop. The answer is just stop spending so much money. If the motor that's driving you is I think I will be less liked, try it and see what happens because the way you're doing it now is ensuring that you will be less liked because as is written into your question you keep losing friends and girlfriends because of this so you really have nowhere to go but up as far as the data is concerned and so give it a shot somebody somewhere stole your self-worth and that you could go into ad nauseum with a therapist but for the time being it's not causing you a distressful situation that you don't have a lot of control over maybe even more than you realize so my my position is just quantify this whole thing and treat it like a math problem and say what is the right amount different people will have different tolerances and furthermore if you find somebody who enjoys you lavishing them with gifts that's a person you don't want to be in a relationship with in the first place because they're going to be a user and you're going to be dependent and it's not going to create an equal balance and you're still not going to end up satisfied And James, I hate to play the break well in this one, but that is my pragmatic advice. What say you? This one is right up my alley. I mean, the solution is just don't spend money. There's really, (laughs) there's no scenario where one heterosexual dude has to buy another heterosexual dude a gift. Like this on here, (laughs) he's like, I'm worried. I'd never get a Christmas from you. It's like, he's like, I'm worried my friends won't like me. I don't think I've ever seen a guy be like, man, I want to go be that guy's friend. I bet he gives good (laughs) gifts. Like, no, none of my friends buy me gifts. I don't buy any of them gifts. Like that has never even crossed our minds. And if one of them started buying, 
buying us Christmas gifts, yeah, it'd make us incredibly uncomfortable. What are you doing, man? Why are you giving this? We're, we're not friends with you for gifts. We're friends with you because it's fun to make fun of you, and it's fun when you make fun of us, and we do stuff together that doesn't involve shopping. That's Those are the basic things. <laughs> and as far as relationships go, I think the sooner you get to the point in a relationship where you don't buy gifts, the better. Someday, wow. Yeah, so, assuming you're going to get married someday, someday you're going to have a joint bank account, and unless you're like Steve and your wife steals the, the keys to the bank account, and you have no idea where your money goes. I mean, chances are it's going to be a shared pot of money, and there's really no point in buying Christmas gifts. I mean, I was bad at buying gifts for my wife Lola at the start back when we were dating, and eventually I... I just decided I wasn't going to do it. I just stopped long before we were married. I just stopped buying gifts. And you know what? She married me anyway because she didn't get into this relationship because she thought I was good at getting gifts. And I think the fact that you place this much importance on gift giving just highlights a huge amount of insecurity on your part. Like you have to buy friendships. You have to buy love. You have to buy affection. And that's the opposite. And by going in there, by valuing yourself that low, you make other people value you less too. So I would say next year, yeah, look at me being all the, the psychologist this week. I would say next year, don't don't dial it back. Don't try to buy find the perfect number. Just don't buy anybody gifts. Just just tell them you're not good. Actually, don't tell them you're not. But just don't say anything. Just don't get gifts. Maybe give your girlfriend a head up, heads up and say you're not getting her anything. Maybe she'll be surprised and think you're bluffing. But then when you don't get her anything, guess what? She'll know you're not bluffing anymore. Your relationship will survive. You'll be stronger for it. You will have followed through with something you said you were going to do and you're going to realize that meaningful human interactions aren't predicated on you know purchasing attention uh i say this one you just got to let it go I, i'm going to go a step further than uh, than steve just put a moratorium on <laughs> gifts for all non-family members and for family members stick to the gift exchange price limit please don't uh, be that guy all right let me let me temper break well no there is a part of this that I like, which is I actually like someone who's a good gift giver. And that means that really shows they're paying attention. If it's not an expensive gift, but a gift that sort of hits the bullseye, like that's a good boyfriend or girlfriend. That's a good husband. Why? That's a good partner. There, there's a book that's pretty famous called the five love languages. And for you letter writer, this might be one of the ways that you express love, but Breakwell is dead on when he says, and I'll paraphrase in my words, do you want to be in a relationship with someone who's only there because you have somehow cajoled that person? You've threatened them, or in this case, you've bought them into being your girlfriend. Like, that's not a good relationship for you to be in. So make sure that as you give nothing next year, if you follow Breakwell's advice, uh, <laughs> A, you're ready to get broken up with on the spot. What? But B, that uh, you replace that gift with something that you think is meaningful about you. So maybe it's a special event or a touch or words of affirmation or some other way to express love toward the person so it doesn't feel to them like you're trying to pen them into this relationship because now they are beholden to you. Because the other thing, and I'll, I'll yeah, we're not really out of time yet, but the other <laughs> issue with people who are lavish like that is they start resenting the other person for not returning lavishness either by gift or by affection or emotion like they expect something in return and if the other person doesn't do it because they're confused or a little put off like now we start having resentment and you're going to start mowing through relationships one after the other 
I don't think it's ever a good idea to not get a gift for your spouse. What? It doesn't have to be something you buy in the store, though. It can be an experience. It can be uh, some personal time. It can be for break while taking control of those 27 kids and six pigs while Lola takes a bubble bath somewhere other than in the house because she's got to get out of there. She's going to feel compelled to be a mom. But anyway, uh, yeah, just keep yourself out of that end of the pool. Treat yourself with a little more respect. I like what James said to you almost. <laughs> So there's two levels here. So if you're the if you're the Zen master, the real guru, you just don't give a <laughs> gift and you make it work. You prove that you're valuable enough that you don't have to validate your you know your your presence in someone's life with a gift. The second level is the thoughtful gift because it co- it costs very little except for time. And if you again if you're if you're gonna go for the second tier, if you're gonna waste your time with us, do it right. I've got a, a friend <laughs> who uh, okay so. He, he didn't have a lot of money, so for his girlfriend, what he did is he went and he burned her, like, a mixtape of sorts. But, like, every song had some significance for their relationship. And then, yes. like, on the fold-out part of the CD, I guess, where he used to write the songs, he, he like folded an insert in there where he explained why each song meant something to the both of them and she was crying and and he was probably crying too i don't know i lost a lot of respect for him after he gave that gift but the thing is his girlfriend loved that gift and it cost him very little money so you could do something like that and that's going to be infinitely better than buying somebody you know expensive necklaces or expensive earrings or whatever i can't believe steve i can't believe you still buy your wife gifts i thought i thought you were better than that i (laughs) clearly I sort of like the side my bread is buttered on here, James, and I know (laughs) that she likes to get gifts sometimes. She more likes that I make money and that I get a nice house and that we have good kids. But I think every, especially women, man, they like to get stuff. They like to make themselves, they like to feel important to their partner. And that is one of the ways that they can feel important. So, yes. Now, she'll know whatever I buy because unless I pay cash for it, but I never have cash. But, yeah, it does. the paper trail doesn't matter as much as her receiving something because she knows where I bought it, but not what it is. All right. Well, I, I, I think less of you a little bit every episode, but that's okay. <laughs> Someday, piece by piece, I'm going to drag you up to my level of, of marriage happiness, but we're not we'll there this Zen. week. Yes. <laughs> well, if you have a relationship issue you'd like to ask us about, send that into James Breakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's Exploding Unicorn with the E. It doesn't have to be a marriage question. It can be boyfriend, girlfriend, platonic friends, co-workers, parent, pet, whatever you have. Send it in and we'll take a crack at it. This has been another episode of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back.